Hey everybody, it's Greg from uh, Experience Asheville, and we're on episode four of our podcast series. Uh, I'm your host, Greg. I'm the founder of uh, Incline Adventures, which is a small local adventure company. And today we have the honor of having the guests, um, Justin and Blair from Eurosport Asheville. Hey, and if you don't know much about Eurosport, they are the motorcycle company in town here. I'm going to let them introduce themselves. Say hey. Yeah, so I'm Justin Roberts. I'm the the director of fun here at uh, Eurosport Asheville. Um, we're a KTM BMW uh, dealership here. We specialize in adventures, so that's why we're talking with Greg today. Um, the right-hand man here, this is, I'll let Mr. Blair introduce himself. I'm Blair Harris, and uh, I don't know what my official title is here. And I like long walks on the beach. <laughs> and, and how cool is it that we get to talk about adventure riding today? Um, we haven't done anything on motorcycles yet, and I got two of the premier guys in town. Um, I don't know how much y'all follow bikes. I, I have two of my own. I'd rather be on two wheels than four. But there seems to be a huge trend right now. A lot of people getting away from the heavy bikes and going outdoors into the lighter bikes. So uh, I wanted to start before we get into too many details and have you guys talk about the trend and, and what you see going on from uh, adventure riding. I, I see the uh, adventure bike category growing pretty rapidly. I don't think that's my opinion. I think that's a, a statistical fact. Um, adventure bikes in general are one of the most comfortable ways to travel on two bikes. Um, a lot of these bikes, if they never went off pavement, would be incredibly comfortable touring bikes. They're brilliant sport bikes. Um, Light, lighter. Rel relatively lightweight compared to big cruisers and whatnot. Um, I, I think the adventure segment is growing so much because life is getting complicated for all of us. It's getting stressful in some cases, and we look at motorcycles as an escape or temporary escape. Adventure bikes allow you a, a quick escape and a quick re-entry back into real life. What, what, do you, what do you guys think made that whole category blow up? I mean, I know motorcycle, there was a huge trend 15 years ago as a Harley thing, and it just seems everyone's gotten away from that. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but um, what do you guys think made it just blow up? I mean, it seems to be huge right now. Oh, go ahead, Justin. Uh, I, I mean, I, I think that the the trend is definitely to lighter uh bikes right now that that's the the challenge getting away from cruisers the big plus is that you're getting the center of gravity really low and you're just getting a lot more versatility on an adventure bike your hands are a lot wider so you have a lot more leverage when you're riding um and some of the places that we adventure to so we ride off pavement or on gravel uh like i'll, I'll go out of my house near brevard and ride for 10 minutes and it feels like i'm in a different world uh, but it, it gives you kind of that feeling that Blair was mentioning before, that just a, kind of a stress relief, and it, it allows you to kind of uh, take life in a different perspective and really kind of reset yourself. What are you guys riding these days? Oh, man, I'm not brand loyal, um, <laughs> but the last five bikes I've had were uh, KTM Adventure bikes. Um, I do have an old GS in the, in the stable, too, but... Uh, Nobody's making bad bikes right now, so everything is pretty wonderful. But I'm, I feel like I'm a KTM fan right this second. You riding big or you riding a 1290 or what are you riding? I, I just, uh, man, last week ordered a 1290 Adventure <laughs> R. Yes, yeah, it should be here any day. What about you? What are you riding? Just uh, so I ride a, a S1000XR, so an inline four. Um, so it's a basic street bike. 
but you, it's a gentleman's sport bike it right. happens to have long travel suspension yeah. that looks gnarly. so we just put big tires on it and adventure stuff so i can ride it on gravel uh no single track or anything like that but it gives me a little versatility and you know i can load it up pack it up and go camping and do a little bit of everything on it you guys uh you guys think the trend's here to stay i mean you guys are selling bikes so you guys would know here here's the fact about adventure bikes this is for any brand and any model, any bike that gets pigeonholed into the adventure bike category. They're fundamentally more comfortable than bikes where that, that have a geometry where your feet are in front of you. So I'd call them a neutral seating position. And because of that neutral seating position, again, any brand, any model, you can ride all day. You can treat them like sport bikes. You can treat them like touring bikes. You can treat them like dirt bikes. It's just comfortable and easy to ride. Yeah, no I, matter how tall or how short you are. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I, my bike, ever since uh, I got it, and I'm currently the bike I sit on a lot is a Triumph Tiger. Uh, I can ride that for hours, and uh, my wife actually says it's the best bike she's actually sat on, too, on the as a passenger. I will say also, Greg, it is trending definitely. We're lucky because we feel like we honestly sell the, the two best brands on the planet right now. And again, I, I have to agree with Blair there's no bad bikes there's just there's different bikes and and I always base it with a lot of customers on uh the time I just feel like right now BMW still probably seven or eight years ahead of any other brand including KTM yes okay. yeah it, KTM is cutting edge for a lot of electronics um BMW is absolute like bar none the highest refinement and yeah. highest quality fit and finish biggest warranty so it, we are very happy to have both brands, uh, but we are really seeing a trend that uh, a lot of shorter riders like myself, uh, we sell, uh, as of last year, we actually sold more on the BMW GS line low suspensions than we did regular suspension bikes. Do, so I, I I'm short, that, oh yeah. so I, I get that. And I, I would you're ride not low. short, you're normal. <laughs> yeah. uh, but is that because... Of women or people just need to feel more comfortable or, or the average height is like five not I mean what's that from is that are all contributing to that yeah I, I think so um, so I, to make an adventure bike have an off-road prowess you have to have suspension travel and ground clearance and to do that you have to put a gap between the bottom of the bike and the ground well then you have to put a seat on top <laughs> of the motor and it's just fundamentally very tall now they've gotten so creative with geometries and uh, and engine placement and the, how the engine is mounted in the frame um, that they're able to have a more reasonable seat height. Um, and also the advent of newer materials and saddles. It used to be that just, you know, it's, there was just foam and you had to have a bunch Extremely. of it to be comfortable. <laughs> yeah, right. And now, now it's you like can a Tempur-Pedic bed. <laughs> yeah. It's like a sleep number for your booty. <laughs> Uh, well, let, we were joking before we started. Um, I'm sort of excited to see that new KTM 790. I don't even know what they're going to call it, but you think that'll tighten up the, the gap, or you think that's just going to keep BMW have a little edge? It's going to be a nice bike, but it's a solution to a problem that does not exist. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it's an upgrade to a, a nice bike they already have. But, yeah, that gap is definitely smaller on certain, so like uh, naked bikes, which we would consider like a, Triumph Speed Triple or a BMW R1200R or a KTM Super Duke. KTM is really class leading when it comes to those, but specifically adventure bikes, bikes GSs are still kind of the king of the castle. Gotcha. What uh, Let's talk about riding a little bit. Um, where are you guys like riding these days? What What are some general areas that you guys zip out to when you get a, have a little bit of time? 
I take this one? <laughs> we'll let Blair run with this one. Man, so... Giddy up, horses. <laughs> I feel very lucky to live in what I would consider the mecca of motorcycling. Now, I don't have a lot of ex- uh, an extensive amount of travel um, journal to back this, but what I do have are hundreds of customers that walk into the store and tell me regularly and tell all of us that they can't believe how wonderful the riding I, is here. I agree. I mean, I've, I've got to ride all over the country, and I this this past year and i grew up in the finger lakes and there's nothing like western north carolina it's an awesome area to ride i have a couple of favorite roads let's let's hear them i'm not gonna tell you i don't i don't want you (laughs) You don't want other people out there if anybody wants to come in and discuss it i'll show them on a map but i'd really like to keep the traffic count as low as we can um there are so many good places to ride here um we've done silly rides like sometimes we'll go to philadelphia for lunch and back in a day or we'll go to new orleans to get beignets and coffee for lunch and come back but some of the best rides I've taken are just, you know, right around Asheville. It is very easy to get away from it all within a couple of minutes. Um, you know, if Mama says you only got two hours to ride, you can get a lot done in two hours around here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna cheat a little bit, and I'm, I'm gonna say, sort of head out to Lake Lure and take a left on Highway Nine and get on that back road a little bit, and and maybe even stop by straightaway cafe but that that, that, that like a good plan that, that that might be as much as as we'll give you on that um what about uh, let's talk about Eurosport and and the business and what you guys offer here it's, it's a full service shop i know i get all my bike service here and, and so forth and so on give us a little lowdown on or any events that you might even have come and play tell us what you're all about yeah so we we going on seven years now um our dealership is we're we're Focused on the people, their relationships. Uh, we want you to be a customer for 20 more years, not 20 more minutes type of thing. So we have the very best team to make that happen. So whether it's part sales service, just want a hot cup of coffee from Have a Cup, we have pretty much... See that? <laughs> yeah, that was a good plug, man. Yeah, that very good. Good coffee. Very, good. very, very good coffee. Um, but yeah, whatever it is, we're here for the adventure. Our... our expertise is uh your experience so we really want to uh help you identify the two-wheel experience that you want and make it the best possible that we can so we've put together you know in seven years what we feel like is the very best team in the industry and i don't mean in this area uh we sell about 60 percent of our motorcycles out of state so people come a long ways to come here thankfully i like i said i get my bike service here and it's it's in and out it's been awesome so uh let's uh skip around a little bit any any tips that you guys might have for like s- someone who's either new or someone who's coming to the area who doesn't know it very well what what would you i mean you guys can sort of give me a lowdown on maybe whatever you want i think for people coming to the area they're not familiar with it we we are all map geeks here and uh if you would like to stand at the counter with us and and look over some maps and get some ideas of where to go and who to talk to and what to do, we'd be happy to help you with that. Cool. Um, anything uh, about safety you guys want to mention oh, just briefly? I, I know that we can go on in stories, and, and I'll just, I'm just going to lay this out there because I laid my bike down a couple years ago. Um, I had full gear on. I picked the bike up and, and walked away. So um, I didn't quite ride as safe as I used to, but um, I'm always, I wear a full helmet and gloves and boots and 
long pants and a textured jacket all the time. What, what about you guys? Anything you guys might add to that? Yeah, so going back to our team mentality, our apparel manager, uh, Denise Powers, knows more about apparel than probably the companies that make them. So we get ready for the beat button. We don't sell shit here. We sell stuff that has been tested. It's tried and true. We only sell what we feel is the very best brands. So when it comes to getting suited and booted, we 100% believe in it. We're not pushy, but if you want our opinion, we're more than happy to walk you through it, help you get size. But yeah, we believe in helmets at all times, jacket, pants, boots, uh, gloves. All the gear all the time is this... uh... Yeah, that's the best mentality. Safety first, Yeah, I mean, we've been putting a lot of effort towards uh, doing uh, our version of uh, rider safety classes. Um, This is like MSF would be a level one uh, that you would take at AB Tech or Blue Ridge Community College here, the Motorcycle Safety Foundation. Sort of just to get your license. Yeah. Yeah, so what we are starting here is what we consider a level two and then an adventure or gravel road training class. So... Blair is heading that class with us, and it's something in, in the next few weeks and months that we're putting together that we're really excited. Uh, if you are at all interested in kind of honing your skills, learning ergonomics, learning lane positions, uh, we are, uh, Blair's dedicated a lot of his life at learning this stuff and training people, so we're very excited to have that here also. That's exciting. That's awesome. You ready to teach? Uh, yeah, I love teaching, and, and I love motorcycles. All right. Well, let's. Um, you got any stories you wanna you wanna pop in some, maybe some riding stories? That not you got? safe for work stories. Am I allowed to say not safe for work stories? <laughs> and there's so you many. You are a teacher. Remember? <laughs> <laughs> Every one of the stories that I've got are uh, are not fascinating. One of the things that makes a good motorcycle story is that there are no uh, punchlines, no surprises. You don't want to hear like, and then the car came out of nowhere. That's really exciting. <laughs> You want to tell boring motorcycle stories. Um, man, I have a good friend that uh, that rode to, actually while we're on New Orleans, rode to New Orleans with us. Um, we pull into this hotel that my mom actually hooked up for me. Uh, we were in her hometown and she wanted us to visit, but she didn't Did you drive room. straight down? No, you, so we took, we beta-tested. We, we, we beta-tested yeah, yeah. Beta a... a BMW Navigator 5 with a curvy roads feature. Like I said, everything is tested. <laughs> <laughs> so we test this G- GPS as a curvy roads feature, and I, I literally put in the address for this hotel in southern Mississippi, I think. This is not an attack on southern Mississippi. Mississippi is a beautiful state. Um, it was absolutely the most frightened I've ever been on a motorcycle, and it had nothing to do with riding. Uh, we pulled into a hotel... Um, checked into the room the gentleman behind the counter said you guys should park your motorcycles in this parking spot and leave your blinds open so you can see them <laughs> not a good sign so i immediately said um is there do you plan on there being an issue and he said no we've never had an issue but make sure you can see your bikes like again i i don't feel very comfortable with this scenario he's like sir i assure you we've never had an issue but you're gonna want to lock your door and make sure you can see your motorcycles all night okay absolutely no incident we went to sleep, woke up, everything was totally fine. My friend Seth Moe, shout out to Sonic, West Sonic. North Carolina, what's up? So Seth Moe is sitting on his bike with the engine running while I am checking out of the hotel. We have our comm systems connected so I can hear what he is saying and he can hear what I'm saying. 
What I didn't know was somebody had approached him and started talking to him. So I'm in the building, in the hotel, checking out, and I hear Seth say, Hi. No, it's a BMW. I think we'll be fine. Okay, thanks, Blair. We've got to go. We've got to go. So I come outside, and I'm like, what's going on? He's like, that dude just said, what are y'all from Russia? And I said, hi. Uh, he's like, what kind of bike is that? And he said, it's a BMW. And then he's like, you guys are in a dangerous part of town. And he says, I think we can handle it. And then he goes, no, I think I don't think you understand. It is time for you to go. And there's this like crew of drug dealers that just rolls into the parking lot. It's the sketchiest thing I've ever seen. And I hear Seth, who is a... I would say a relatively confident person. I think he could hold his own. But he is in pure panic mode saying, Blair, we got to go. We got to go. It was the most uncomfortable I've been. Um, it has nothing to do with Southern Mississippi but, or that hotel. But maybe you could tell us how fast you went from zero to 60 yeah. when you got on that bike. It is not It is not <laughs> illegal to accelerate from zero to the speed limit as fast as possible. <laughs> sort of fun. Sort of fun. <laughs> um, well, I got you guys. Uh what about any events you got coming up that you want to share with us? Uh, yeah, Greg, we do have uh, two bigger events for us here at Eurosport Asheville. Uh, one of the larger events, it's uh, based out of Transylvania County. It is to benefit the uh, Boys and Girls Club there in Transylvania County. Uh, it's the second annual, the Tail Chaser 250. It's a really big dual sport ride on March 31st. Uh, you can still get tickets for it at their Eventbrite website, but... Again, all the money benefits the Boys and Girls Club, the Cindy Platt Boys do, and Girls Club. Do you Club. limit it, or is it? I don't believe Chad Banner. Uh, he's the person that's kind of put it together. I, we believe it may be close to 200 uh, limited, but there are still tickets available. Okay. Uh, last year, he donated from this one ride $6,300 to the Boys and Girls Club. Awesome. So, yeah, and then our, our larger event that we put on um, this year is uh, the Blue Ridge High Pass Boogie. Uh, it is a ride that is dedicated uh, to and to, it's basically built and put together to benefit the Blue Ridge Parkway Foundation which is one of the main roads and areas that we love in in western North Carolina um, that ride is going to be May 11th through the 13th uh, we've done a whole bunch of these but this will be the first ride that's actually not based out of the shop it's going to be based out of Willville Campground in Meadows of Dan Virginia so it's going to be like a uh, three-day event. Uh, there's three different ticket prices, and all the money goes to benefit the Blue Ridge Parkway Foundation. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. so we're really excited about that. So check out both and those. And that's May 11th through the 13th? Yep, that's the Blue Ridge High Pass Boogie. Yep. Cool. Yeah. Can I can I add one event that I have no information about? Sure. Um, I just we can invite, always find it. Okay. I just invite everybody to look, uh, look it up. Um, I had the pleasure of meeting with the Pediatric Brain Tumor Foundation this year. And uh, I have, um, I guess I was neglectful in knowing or not knowing that they were based out of Asheville, and that's really irrelevant to the story. But um, the Ride for Kids rides that happen annually across the country um, seem to be dwindling, like participation seems to be dwindling. And I would like to make it my mission for the next few years to see how many people I can get involved in that. Um, I have no details about the rides coming up this year or if any are even scheduled, but I would really like it to, to plant the seed now that if you have not chosen your charities for the year and you are looking for stuff to do, if you'll get with me or do some research on your own, but the Pediatric Brain Timber Foundation based out of Asheville for Ride for Kids is probably one of the best things we can be doing with our time and money. Awesome. Awesome. Preach. Hey, um, we're going to sort of wind down, but you guys... 
who listen to us know that we always give away a couple spots to go. Some of our favorites doesn't have to be hidden. Um, you guys want to share a spot that you like to hang out at? Or oh, me first. Me <laughs> first. Do it. Do work. Um, Greg and Blair are both going to know this one, but uh, the Village Wayside Bar and Grill. Oh, man. Uh, uh, <laughs> almost everyone that comes into the shop, uh, we push that way. It's within walking distance of our shop. But, uh, you know, some of our favorite bartenders and people run the place. So little shout uh, out to Pete and Josh. Yeah, they do a great job. So uh, I've got some stuff right here, Greg. Uh, if, if you've ever had a bartender that knows what you like so much that he buys you a Series 2 1980 is... Dale Earnhardt Sundrop, never been opened. Uh, he tracked it down for me and got me this. This is a true story. This was a Christmas gift from my favorite bartender, Pete. All right, so he's given his spot. We love the wayside. Um, obviously, I have a connection there. Blair, you got a spot for us? I have this strange addiction to Corner Kitchen. Okay. And it's totally reasonable, I think. But To drink six cups of coffee? It's, well, three. Three is about my limit. Explain yourself. <laughs> we love, we well. Corner uh, Kitchen is the most wonderful place for breakfast cor- and lunch. Corner Kitchen. And dinner. Professor. And they used to do catering, and I'm really sad they don't anymore, but I understand. So I'm going to uh, talk about... Um, Zillicoa Brew Company, beer company, up off Riverside. Um, Sort of not a brewery that uh, the tourists have found out about off Riverside Drive, exit 25. So that's sort of my spot today. Um, We're going to sort of wrap it up. uh, But before we do, I want you guys to know where you can find these these lovely gentlemen Mm -hmm. and the location at Eurosport. Yeah, so our uh, physical location is 30 Bryson Street right here in Biltmore. our website is eurosportashville.com, and we're, of course, on social media on Facebook at Eurosport Asheville and then on Instagram. So please stop in. We're open Tuesday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 6 p.m., and uh, we'd love to have you. Yeah, and you guys can find me. Um, at It's Greg, G-R-E-G, at Incline Adventures, and that's Incline without the I, so nclineadventures.com. Or you can find me on YouTube or, I guess, Instagram or any other social media. But really, really appreciate everyone listening. And uh, next cast podcast will be uh, entertaining the beer scene on the South Slope. So, Bruce. oh, can we do that? One? We <laughs> want to do that. One. <laughs> hey, thanks guys so much for being with us.